0: Hello my mofos welcome to the mofo dojo I'm Todd the mofo and this is the mofo Toddcast for March 25th 2020 so this past week I have been doing my regular routine trying to keep myself occupied with exercising writing practicing eating a shit ton of food and I've been marathoning some of my favorite movies. And it made me think about soundtracks. And I thought this would be a cool time to talk a little bit about some of my favorite soundtracks and movies. I was going to talk about the quote unquote, greatest soundtrack compilations of all time, according to the scrupulous editors of the internet. But that is such an arduous task. And admittedly, I haven't seen all those films, or I don't own those soundtracks. so. These are just some of my favorites that I have in my back pocket I just wanted to share with you. Um, some of the... Uh, now, soundtrack compilations, I I don't mean the score of the movie or songs being performed in the movie, like, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? or Inside Lewin Davis, A Star is Born, or musicals like Grease or La La Land. Uh, this is, is going to be... A list of compilations of bands and artists and their music used in the movie. In this list, I uh, will have some suggestions that include not only the bands, but some snippets of original scores or composite tracks from the film included on the record. But I'm trying to focus on the collection of different bands in one body of work. Now, the cool thing, that I love about music in movies in general is it helps to expound on the emotion of what you're seeing. And sometimes it dictates the emotion, the emotion of what you see. Sometimes it helps further detail of what's going on in that scene with the lyrics of the song. But another great thing that I love about soundtracks back in the day was it was a great way to get a record and discover bands in a playlist that you wouldn't necessarily buy outright. And it was a great pre-made mixtape to have whenever you want it on the the fly or besides whatever your friend gave you as a mixtape. I really miss mixtapes. I remember I had a couple friends that used to make mixtapes and give it out to all all of us. And it would be like a list of some bands that I knew, some bands I had no idea. But uh, I miss that stuff. You know, you're kind of being hand-fed of like, this is what you should listen to. But uh, now we we have like all the streaming sites with you know Spotify, and Apple Music, yada yada yada. But um, yeah, so this is one of the great things that I love about these compilations. So let's start it off right here. Now the first movie is Easy Rider, 1967, with uh, Peter Fonda and Dennis Hopper, who both wrote the movie and Dennis Hopper directed it. It's about two guys. That make a really big drug deal and they drive across the uh, America and try to retire somewhere in the south. I forget where. But this movie starts off with just a panning shot of two guys and their motorcycles. And it clo- has a close-up on the gas tank where they hide the money from the drug deal inside. And Step and Whoop is being played. Their song, The Pusher. And it sets the scene up and kind of narrates what's going on. And then you see them start up their motorcycles. And then Born to be Wild by a Steppenwolf again. And it just... you It's saying, I'm taking you on this ride. It's going to be a fun adventure. And I believe this is the first movie in Hollywood that they used nothing but bands to score the movie. There was no original score. I might be wrong, but... This is what I'm thinking in my head. (laughs) All right, so another great movie that I like and like have their soundtrack was Dazed and Confused in 1993. Tells a story about a group of high school kids on the last day of school in 1976, and how their night ensues of partying and coming of age, and a great soundtrack. Cherry Bomb, The Runaways. Do You Feel Like We Do, Peter Frampton, Sweet, Fox on the Run, Deep Purple, yeah! Highway Star, Hurricane, Bob Dylan, list goes on and on and on. No More Mr. Nice Guy, Alice Cooper, Paranoid, Black Sabbath. Such a great compilation. Sweet Emotion, Aerosmith. Oh my god. Um, I play for Rival Sons and we're supposed to go on tour with Aerosmith this summer. I hope, 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 hope that happens. It's gonna happen. I'm putting positive projection out there. It's gonna happen. I can't wait to see those guys again. So, all right, moving on. So this next movie's 1993, and it's about 20-somethings living in an apartment complex and tells a story of their lives and coming-of-age story set in Seattle. Huh? Huh? Singles. <laughs> now, the cool thing about this movie is it showcased music that was out at the time of its release. And it was cool because Eddie Vedder played a drummer for Matt Dillon's band. I think it was called Citizen Dick or something. And the one of the scenes that sticks out in my mind because of the music, is Matt Dillon's character. He plays like this musician. And it's just a scene of him walking down the street and drowned by Smashing Pumpkins played. And it's so cool to uh, just to remember that scene. It just hit me really hard for some reason. It's probably because it's such a great song and then I had something to visualize of it. So that was really, really great. Moving on. High Fidelity, 2000, starring John Cusack. He plays a record store owner in Chicago, I believe. And he just got dumped by his girlfriend. And he goes on to his top five breakups of all time. And he talks, he breaks the, what is it, the third wall, the fourth wall, when an actor looks at the camera and, like, they're talking to you. And has all these other top five categories of, um, like, top five first tracks on an album and other top five stuff. Um, this was a really cool sound, uh, compilation because it just had an eclectic sound and the one that has like the um, the kinks in it, the Velvet Underground, Love, Bob Dylan again, Smog, uh, Jack Black, he does his rendition of Let's Get It On, which isn't bad, but I remember on the scene, there's a crowded store in the record store and uh, John Cusack says I'm about to sell five copies of the beta band and they play dry the rain and everyone you see starts slowly bobbing their head to the music and this one guy looks at John Cusack's character and says who is this and John Cusack says it's the beta band and the customer says it's cool and then John Cusack says I know (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, that was so good. And there's also a, a, a reboot, high-fidelity uh, TV show on Hulu right now. And checked it out, and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay, moving on. Next movie is Gross Point Blank, 1997. Another John Cusack film where he plays an assassin who comes back to his hometown to go to his high school reunion and try to rekindle an old flame. And um, John Cusack is known to be a very big The Clash fan. And there's a couple tracks on this compilation. uh, But it starts off with Blister in the Sun, Violent Femmes. And then Rudy Can't Fail by The Clash. Mirror in the Bathroom, English Beat. And I kind of went down a rabbit hole for me personally with that band. Then there's Live and Let Die cover from uh, Guns N' Roses and we care a lot faith no more then they got the specials in there um and armageddon time by the clash and then this is kind of funny that the violent femmes they um do reboot of blister in the sun called blister 2000 so that was kind of cool all right so this next one not many people know this record or know this film it was called Soul in the Hole in 1997. It's a documentary film about a basketball coach in Brooklyn and his relationship with him and the kids on his team. And this t- soundtrack has a ton of really good, good rap and hip hop. Um, this was like towards the end of the golden age of hip hop in my opinion, but it has Dead Prez in there. Wu Tang Clan, M.O.P., Big Pun, The Dwellers, Mob Deep, Common. I'm a big hip hop fan, and I'm um, gravitate more towards like the old school hip hop with like, you know, Mob Deep, Tribe Called Quest, you know, the whole Zulu Nation, Black Sheep, The Far Side. Um, you get it. This was right on the verge of me kind of getting out of the old-school hip-hop but it introduced me to um, a lot of really great bands so go check that one out all right another one in 1998 starring Johnny Depp and Benicia del Toro you know what's coming fear and loathing in Las Vegas it's a, a quasi autobiographical movie about Hunter S Thompson called Duke and his drunken lawyer Gonzo and their trip from L.A. to Las Vegas and their weekend there. Talk about some really poignant moments where the music kind of makes you remember the scene of a movie. Now, uh, Duke and Gonzo are in their hotel room. Duke is waking up from a a drug-filled, drunken stupor, and he hears all this commotion happening in the bathroom. And it's his lawyer friend who's going through a fit. And he's screaming and throwing shit everywhere. And he's in the bathtub. This really dirty bath. And he's screaming at Johnny Depp's character. To throw the tape recorder in the bathtub. (laughs) White rabbit climaxes from Jefferson Airplane. Like (laughs) Knowing that he's going to electrocute the guy and he's not gonna know what's gonna happen. So, right at the point of when the climax hits, he throws a grapefruit at his head. <laughs> he starts splashing around, and then he locks him <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, man. That's a, such a classic scene. Uh, so good. And um, Yeah, but there's a lot of great bands on this one. And it ends perfectly with Viva Las Vegas by the Dead Kennedys. Such a great closing track. All right, moving on from here. In 1993, there was a movie called Judgment Night. It had Emilio Estevez in it, Cuba Gooding Jr., Jeremy Piven, and um, that guy... What the hell was that guy that was in Blade? And um, white dude, Steve, Steven Dorff. And it talks. It, this movie is about a bunch of friends who go on a bachelor party, I think, in one of those like party vans, and they go in a bad neighborhood, and they have a scuffle with a bunch of gang members, they witness a murder, and then they try to kill him. Anyway, but the cool thing about this soundtrack is there was a joint effort by a rap or R&B band and a rock band, and they recorded songs together. And it was so cool. Like... i got to read all of these because some of these uh, combinations are so amazing. Cypress Hill and Sonic Youth. Onyx and Biohazard. House of Pain and Helmet. Run DMC and Living Color. Ice-T and fucking Slayer. Del the Funky, Homo Sapien, and Dinosaur Jr. And my favorite track on this is the De La Soul and Teenage Fan Club, that song Fallen. I love that that song. Then there was Sir Mix-a-Lot and Mud Honey, Booyah Tribe and Faith No More, Fatal and Therapy, and Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam. So if you haven't listened to this, this was a big moment for music of two genres coming together. Awesome, awesome soundtrack. Now n- this is one of my favorite soundtracks that I remember growing up. uh, It's The Crow, 1994, starring Brandon Lee. It has The Cure in it, that song Burn. And it was recorded by just um, Robert Smith and drummer uh, Boris Williams. That's like the first track of the record. And then uh, Stone Temple Pilots, they put in Big Empty for this movie. And I read an article that Stone Temple Pilots was going to contribute another song. But after hearing about Brandon Lee um, unexpectedly getting shot on set, they decided Big Empty was a better fit. Then there's um, Nine Inch Nails cover of Joy Division's Dead Souls in it, Rage Against the Machine, Darkness. And that song was actually in Zach De La Rocha's first band, Inside Out. And then Helmet covered their own song, Milk Toast, just for this movie. And then you got other great bands in here, too. There's um, the Jesus and Mary Chain, Medicine, Pantera, Violent Femmes, the Rollins Band. This is a really, really great compilation. I remember listening to this a lot. All right, what else do we have here? I put a bunch of them here, but I don't think you want to hear every single one of them. All right, Uh, Spotting, 1996, starring Ewan McGregor. I'm sure that you've seen this movie, but if you haven't, it's about a group of friends in Scotland, and most of them are drug addicts, and they steal shit, and it's just a coming-of-age story of that. The scene that sticks out for me is the first scene when Ewan McGregor's character, Remy, is running to Lust for Life from Iggy Pop. Man, that was such a huge song. Oh, my God. And then we got Brian Eno in this. His song, Deep Blue Day. Primal Scream, uh, title track, "Train Spotting." There's New Order in it. Blur. Lou Reed, Perfect Day. Oh, my God. And there's Elastica. Man, what happened to Elastica? I remember that band. I remember digging them a lot. They had such good tracks. Just catchy, good rock tunes. Who knows? I mean, I can Google it, but... Or you can Google it and let me know. <laughs> All right. I was talking to my friend Brent Porsche at 93.3 WMMR. It's the the best rock station here in Philly. And we were just talking about how our week was going and told him about the subject that I wanted to talk about. And he suggested Last Action Hero. Now, Last Action Hero was an Arnold Schwarzenegger flick about a kid who loved movies and he was going to see his favorite action Franchise at this old movie theater and the guy at the ticket booth gives him like a golden ticket and then it transports him into the actual movie and um, It was entertaining, but um, I looked up the soundtrack and there's some really good tracks on this thing There's big gun by AC DC What the hell I have by Alice in Chains then there's Megadeth angry again there's Poison My Eyes, Anthrax, Dream On, Aerosmith. And I looked this up, and Dream On was... This version was performed by the Boston Pops Orchestra. And, you know, along with this, all these other great bands, I mean, this is a great compilation just to, you know, pick up, pop on, and just enjoy it through your earballs. All right. Thanks, Brent, for that guy. Ooh! Baby Driver, uh, directed by Edgar Wright. Oh, my God. This movie is about a getaway driver who um, has an obsession with music, and he's trying to repay a debt, and he's trying to get out of the business, and this whole movie has music in it. It's so great. Like The, be- the first scene is this guy... The guy's name is Baby, and he's a driver, hence the title of the, the film. And he's sitting in his in his car, and he's listening to Bell Bottoms by the John Spencer Blues Explosion. And he's, like, lip-syncing it, and he's drumming on the, the steering wheel and having, like, the windshield wipers going with the music. It's so great. And then there's, like, a totally choreographed um, scene of him going out getting coffee uh, by of the song Harlem Shuffle by Bob and Earl and it's so great and they have such specific little cues in there with the uh with the lyrics of the song showing up in storefronts and just little little things like that and I believe this is the first time that I've ever saw a machine gun fight with the blast coinciding with the music it was really really cool to see it's a really entertaining movie and the soundtrack has a ton of great bands it has the beach boys in there it has b-a-b-y by carla thomas dave brubeck quartet um, the commodores t-rex beck incredible bongo band which is the most sampled band ever um what else we have here jesus i'm looking at this list right here there's blur brenda holloway young mc oh my god young mc know how that is probably one of the most underrated lyrical like spits ever in hip-hop i mean everyone knows him for bust a move but this one this guy throws down in that song so check that out and uh, also Baby Driver by Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so Guy Ritchie. Now, there's Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which is a great uh, soundtrack compilation. Uh, that's where I f- found the ocean color scene by um, with their song 100 Mile High City. And it ended with Pete Wingfield's 18 in a Bullet, so just check it out. It's about a group of guys that owe a debt to a gangster and they try to rip off their neighbors. But what I want to talk about in the specific scene is uh, Guy Ritchie's film Snatch in 2000. Uh, that movie's about... Uh, it's like two intertwined plots with um, a a boxing promoter and uh, you know, a crime boss. Has uh, Jason Statham in it um, and Alan Ford, really, really great. Now the one scene that stuck out was when the character Tommy is nervously awaiting his fate by two gypsies because they, um, their gypsy buddy, may have killed this guy Tommy's buddy, and the Stranglers, Golden Browns playing. And there's a little bit of narration going on by Jason Statham. But you just see Tommy just, you know, thinking, what the hell am I going to do? What's going to happen? It's like he's about to bust out crying. Such a crazy, holy shit scene. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. Now I'm going to go to my final two directors. Now, Wes Anderson. I'm a huge Wes Anderson guy. And I'll, I think I have like three movies here I'll talk about. But the first one is his first um, Hollywood debut called Bottle Rocket, 1996. There's a lot of the score by Mark Mothersball in this, but there's some really great tracks in here. Um, there is Over and Done With by The Proclaimers. It's over and done with. It's over and done with. <laughs> Oh, my God. How long have I been talking here? I don't think I've ever talked this much in my life. Um, And, oh, Zorro's Back by Oliver Onions. It's to be free. La, 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 Zorro's Back. Um, And that scene has the main character, Dignan, played by Owen Wilson, just shooting out bottle rockets of a car going down uh, Texas countryside. So good. So that's a great, great one. And also, the last track that's on this is 2,000 Man by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. So good. Played by the Rolling Stones, obviously. But, um, all right. So the next one is my pretty much my favorite Wes Anderson flick is um, Rushmore in 1998. Now, the best scene musically is when Max Fisher, played by Jason Schwartzman and Edward Bloom played by Bill Murray. They're kind of fighting over the same girl, and it's like a like a montage of them like kind of fucking each other over. And what's played is um, The Who's, a quick one while he's away. And it's a live version, too. And it's so good. It's my favorite Who track of all time. So that scene was awesome. Uh, the last film I'll talk about by Wes Anderson is Royal Tenenbaums in 1991. And the one scene... Now, this is about a uh, it's about a family coming-of-age story. Then it's just so quirky. I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, just go check it out if you haven't seen it. But there's this one scene where Luke Wilson's character has his pet falcon come back after being set free. And you see the falcon cruising over the city of New York. And it's Stephanie Says by the Velvet Underground. Awesome, awesome track, awesome scene. Great way to depict the scene. And there's a a lot of great other uh, bands on this. We got Bob Dylan on here. Nico, These Days. Oh my God, when Luke Wilson's character is waiting for his sister to get off the bus. So good. Judy is a Punk is the compilation of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's characters going through her um, montage of her past lovers. So good. anyway, check it out. Royal Ten bombs. And last but not least, is <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Love this guy. Love this dude. Love his movies. Love everything that he's done. Everything. Everything. Uh, first movie: Reservoir Dogs: 1992. Now, when you know you saw reservoir dogs, and when you think of music and you think of reservoir dogs the first thing you think about is that warehouse scene, right? The warehouse scene where Mr. Blonde, Michael Madsen, is torturing the cop, stuck in the middle with you by Steeler's Wheel. Oh my God, what a crazy, uplifting track for a morbid scene. Holy shit. So fucking good. And uh, I love that during the... um, one of the scenes in the movie, they're listening to K. Billy K. Billy's Super Sounds of the 70s DJ by Stephen Wright, and there's talk about like um, Money by Pink Floyd, um, that uh, song by Edison Lighthouse. I forget the name of it. And another cool thing about this movie is they reference songs in the dialogue. The first scene starts off with uh, a bunch of these thieves are sitting at a diner eating breakfast right before a heist, and Quentin Tarantino's character is giving his theory about what "like a virgin" means, like the hidden, the hidden uh, meaning, and it's hilarious. So check that out. Um, okay, my favorite movie of all time, not just by Quentin Tarantino. Of all time, not talking, oh, it's a tie between this or that. All time favorite movie, hands down, True Romance in 1993. It was written by Quentin Tarantino. Now, the movie is about two people falling in love um, and they happen to come across a bunch of drugs in Detroit. So they want to go to Los Angeles and sell it and retire in Mexico. That's all I'm going to give you. But it has such a star-studded cast. Like, it's insane. There's Patricia Arquette, Christian Slater, Gary Oldman, Christopher Walken, Brad Pitt, Dennis Hopper, um, Michael Rappaport, Val Kilmer plays Elvis and James Gandolfini. Saul Rubinek, Chris Penn, I mean, I think Samuel L. Jackson's in there, because he's been in everything. Uh, Bronston Pinchot is in it. Oh my god, such an amazing cast. And it was directed by Tony Scott, and it was scored by Hans Zimmer, but we'll get into that in another episode. Now, my favorite scene is famously known as the Sicilian scene. It's when Christopher Walken's character interrogates Dennis Hopper's character to find out where Christian Slater's character is. And the song is Sous Le Dome. It's the flower duet piece of the song. And it's such a beautiful operatic duet for such a gnarly scene with dialogue that is so inappropriate. But it's iconic such a good scene and there's some really great uh bands in here as well there's graceland by charlie sexton in dreams john wait that guy has such an amazing voice i don't care tender trap robert palmer's rendition of that song and there's two hearts by chris isaac outshine by soundgarden and this is just a great soundtrack and Uh, Just go out and see the movie. You can thank me at any time. Now my final film that I'm going to talk about is Pulp Fiction. I mean, 1994. The most iconic ride to start off a movie is when these couple decide to rob a diner. And then right when the title of the movie comes on... You hear Dick Dale playing Mr. I mean, it's so intense. And you're like, holy shit, I'm just transported back in time. Like you do with a bunch of Quentin Tarantino films. And then it switches off to Jungle Boogie by Cool and the Gang. The scene where Bruce Willis is talking to Marcellus Wallace. There's Let's Stay Together by Al Green. And, ooh... Yeah, the one scene that sticks out in my mind is Uma Thurman's character where she's back at her place and you hear Urge Overkill. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Man, an iconic, iconic scene. Uh, so, yeah, that... And this whole compilation, I knew that I bought two copies of it from wearing it out, playing it so much. And... Yeah, so that's uh, it. An honorable mention for Quentin Tarantino, the Natural Born Killers soundtrack. That was amazing. Um, I know there was a Nine Inch Nails song in there. Uh, I think Burn, was it? And then there was a Dr. Dre tune in there. Another Nine Inch Nails tune in there. Um, And, uh, I mean, The Future by Leonard Cohen. Amazing. And also, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... Uh, it just came out in two th- last year, so just check out that movie if you haven't seen it. And quick honorable mention, American Gre- Graffiti, Vanilla Sky, Almost Famous, Guardians of the Galaxy, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. And that is pretty much all my brain can handle right now. But... I appreciate everyone who listened to the first podcast and everyone who listened to this. I got a really great response, way bigger than I thought I was going to have. And you know I'll have something for you next week. So again, thank you for listening, sending light and love. And this isn't real. This is just a voice in your head.